the left dims pro aborts the devil everybody likes to use everybody likes to use these um nice sounding names they like to use things that like of course you believe black lives matter of course oh yeah of course i do so then can't relate to cancel culture hookup culture or victim culture well neither could we we created this platform for those other girls girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a christian and conservative worldview we talk about life relationships work pop culture and true crime from a christian conservative perspective let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture but change culture and bring back traditional values the views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers enjoy Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory, and we, me and you, are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Okay, so this is another solo mail episode. Um, as you can see, it is not what I was going to say is no longer with us. Um, she is not on this. She's had a very busy week at work. So I'm recording the TCAP. I'm doing this really quick. Um, so I'm super excited to have you guys on. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, live studio audience. <laughs> That's a joke. Okay, so a lot of things have happened this week. Uh, well, a lot of big things have happened this week. Um, or <laughs> let me rewind. A lot of things have happened this week. Not necessarily a lot of big things have happened this week. There's two stories that I absolutely must cover um but first i want to say if you are enjoying the podcast please 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 leave a review um the more reviews you leave the more it'll help us be discovered by other other girls and that feeling you have when you listen and you feel heard or when you learn something or when you hear a really good guest or when i crack you up you want other people to feel that feeling too the only way they'll feel that feeling is if you let them know. How do you let them know? Leaving a review, also sharing with your friends. Um, I think that a lot of your friends will probably, even if they're not like super political, they'll probably enjoy a good chunk of our uh, interviews. Because especially this past month, we had a lot of really, really good women's health type interviews um, that I think were, a lot of things were said that needed to be said. Like the... I've heard what I needed to hear. That thing. Um, very, very good and important things were said that I think you guys um, should truly share with your friends and family. Um, what else? Oh, also, too, um, if you are enjoying and you feel as if you're led, it would be fantastic if you could donate. Um, we have a donate button on our website. There's also always a donate button in the description of this episode. It really helps us. We, um, I'll just go ahead and tell you guys. First of all, I am a huge dreamer. And if you know me in real life, you know that, like, I don't understand what it means to dream small. That's a really weird concept for me. Um, I'm not quite sure how that happens. And because of that, this year, there's a lot of things on 
the docket that's going to happen. Um, some things sooner than others. Some things um, I don't know how I'm going to pay for. So it would really help, especially because we're doing this together. If you guys, if you're enjoying this, if you're enjoying the podcast, it would truly help if you could donate. Um, and because this isn't just for me, and I always say this, it's called Mallory and because it's not the Mallory show, it's not about me. It's about all of us working together. We're changing culture, the things that we're doing together. So if you are enjoying that, please head over and you can donate on our website. Also, too, if you go and you can purchase some of our gorgeous, gorgeous girls vote merch, uh, we're going to be doing more. And I apologize. I had planned to do a lot more. But once again, you guys, something can cost money. So um, just working out some stuff. But I plan to do more. Um, voting things because this is a midterm and North Carolinians my fellow North Carolinians if you're listening we have a primary May 17th in a little bit over a month we all of us between I want to say April 17th I think it's April something is when the early voting starts but you know the last day to vote is May 17th um, that is the primary. That is an important day, especially if you're in North Carolina. We're picking our senator. The Senate race is so very important. Other things that you're picking, you're picking uh, possibly who is running. Uh, you're voting for the person that is running um, in your state uh, for representative, your state house as well. Um, I know that we have city council. Well, our city council um municipal elections are in june but uh there's just a lot of things coming up make sure you go to your state board of elections website to confirm when your next um election is for where you're living for your state and your town and your city for example um vic and i are i'm pretty sure our uh, municipal elections are different dates because we live in different parts of the state but our state election or I'm sorry, our, the statewide elections are on the same day. Primary, statewide primary. So um, hopefully we'll get an episode or two out before then um, about that. Also, too, it's Faith Mom. I am a YWA ambassador, a very proud Young Women for America. If you have not uh, joined, I highly recommend if you are um, a young woman, if you are an um, a more seasoned woman, you can join Concerned Women for America. And they are, Young Women for America is like the little sister of Concerned Women for America. And I highly recommend it. It is an amazing organization. Um, I love, 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 love the CEO. I love all of the girls who are in charge of Young Women for America. Shout out to my YWA girls. Um, absolutely love everybody. And it's a great organization to be a part of. One of the things that I absolutely love is they focus on Christian and conservative. Like that's important to them, not just being a conservative, but also being Christian. So they have coined this month to be fake month. Um, and what does that mean? That means that this is a month, just how we have Women's History Month, we have Black History Month, there's uh, Pride Month. We, they have decided that this could be, this will be the Faith Month. Also, to Easter's coming up. Easter, I did not realize it's in a week from the day after this goes out. I said, oh, I didn't realize Easter's coming up to my dad. And my dad was like, yeah, every year. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. Hilarious, funny. 
Um, I didn't realize it was coming up so quickly. So this Sunday is actually Palm Sunday. The day after this comes out will be Palm Sunday. But I really like that it's um, they put it in Easter. Even though Easter is sometimes in March. But I do like that they put it in April because I really, you know, I notice when I'm really struggling with life or like with mindset or just when I'm extra sad, it's the times when I just have not picked up my Bible. It's the times where I have not set aside time to actually read the Bible, to actually pray, to actually like take a moment and thank God. And I just really like the idea of like trying to be intentional and putting that in a month. Not that obviously we need to be doing it outside of the month, but sometimes we do have to take moments to be intentional. And I think that's how we form habits as well. When you stop what you're doing to be intentional, you can form a habit so that once April is over, you're, you are still doing your Bible reading. You're still doing um, your prayers, what, however, wherever it is. Um, however, you, whatever it is you need to improve um, as you're, working on your relationship with God. So I just wanted to mention that. I think that's really cool. Um, If you are listening to this early, early Saturday morning and you live in the Charlotte area, um, Freedom House Church is having a event. Let me read it out loud. Um, Read it out loud. (laughs) Why did I say it like that? Uh, I generally crack myself up sometimes. Let me tell you, sometimes I am um, at, like, I'll listen back for various reasons. Um, I'll listen back and I'll, like, crack myself up over the things that I say. I genuinely find myself hilarious, not to brag or anything. But anyway, Freedom House is having a hold the line one day intensive. Um, It is put on by Sean Fwait. I'm sure I'm butchering his name. What it is, it says, join the founder of Hold the Line, Shine Foyt, in a one-day power pack conference and learn the heartbeat of Hold the Line. About this event, throughout the day, you will hear from your, our nation's political and thought leaders about how, as believers, you can constructively engage the media, government leaders, and your fellow citizens in the great debates and conversations facing America. You'll leave knowing what to do to preserve liberty and set up future generations for success. It is 1 through 6, 1 p.m. through 6 p.m. Um, on the day that you'll be listening, the day that this comes out. If you want to go, you can always reach out to me or if you can go to Freedom House, um, their website. I think it's like freedomhouse.cc. But if you just type Freedom House, um, they will, uh, if you just type Freedom House, like, Freedom House Church Charlotte will come up. But if you're listening at Saturday, I think you should go if you can. I want to say there's even free tickets. You, like, there's a free discount code to get a ticket for free. Reach out to me if you're listening and you still want to go. But I'm going to be going to that later the day you guys are listening to this. I keep saying later tonight, but it's later the day you guys are listening to this. Um, I think things like these are, (laughs) things like these, I think things like this are very important. Um, if you can get the time, if you have the time to go to events like this, if you have the time to be engaged, I think it's just so important. I think we have got to stop being passive. We have got to stop, um, being like, oh, okay, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, stop making excuses. 
I think there's going to be a lot of things we can learn. Mark Robinson's going to be there. And, you know, we on the pod, we love us some Mark Robinson. Uh, we had his wife on. She was a lovely lady. Uh, fabulous. We had her on a couple, few, few months ago at this point. You should definitely check it out. Not quite sure the name of the, um, the name of the, uh, the number of the episode, but it's called The Second Lady. Conversation with the Second Lady of North Carolina or something like that. Um, okay. I guess we should just go ahead and get in the topics. Um, the topics. Here we go. So, one of the biggest stories that everybody's talking about this week. There's two really big stories, and that's really what we're going to discuss. Um, the biggest story, one of the biggest stories that everybody's talking about this week is about the BLM co-founder, Patrice Coolerose, million-dollar real estate buying binge. Here we go. And what's crazy, the New York Post posted this. Just saying. All right, everybody ready? Here we go. <clears throat> As protests broke out across the country in the name of Black Lives Matter, the group's co-founder went on a real estate buying binge, snagging four high-end homes for $3.2 million in the U.S. alone, according to property records. Patrice Khan Cullers, 37, also eyed property in the Bahamas at an ultra-exclusive resort where Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods both have homes. The Post has learned. Luxury apartments and townhouses at the beachfront Albany Resort outside Nassau are priced between $5 million and $20 million, according to a local agent. The self-described Marxist last month purchased a $1.4 million home on a secluded road a short drive from Malibu in Los Angeles, according to the report. The 2,370-square-foot property features, quote, soaring ceilings, skylights, and plenty of windows, end quote, with canon views. The Topanga Canyon homestead, which includes two houses on a quarter acre, is just one of the three homes Con Coolier's owns in the Los Angeles area. Public records show. Okay. A couple of things. Um, let's talk about the BLM of it all. It's so sad that there were so many people who donated to them. Um, so many people who donated. And the thing is, I really don't think a lot of people who are pro-BLM are trying to be mean. I don't think, I genuinely think people don't understand the, the people behind the organization. Because we all agree that Black lives do matter. I think everybody can agree, at least you should agree, that, you know, Black lives matter. We can all agree with that. The organization, what they want to do, some of the atrocities that they have perpetuated, that's where the problem lies. And I think some people are either caught up in, well, making excuses because they like the cause, they don't want to... I don't want to say they don't want to think critically because that sounds insulting, but they just don't want to. It's it's when you realize people do stuff like this, it's a very, I hate, I, 
I don't like this term. A lot of people who use this term, I'm not necessarily the fan of. But it's a huge black pill moment when you realize people do stuff like this. Um, so they don't want to think a little bit more about that. Um, and then B, some people genuinely don't know. Some people genuinely do not understand the implications, the things that they wanted. I mean, they took it from their website, but some people didn't see it. They said they wanted to get rid of the nuclear family. And we know the nuclear family is the cornerstone of civilization. We know how important it is. We, it takes a village, but we know that the mother, father, child is so important. We see on all metrics the how much better a life can be. That doesn't mean if you don't have a mother and a father, that doesn't mean your life is going to be terrible. That doesn't mean that you're not going to graduate college or from high school. It, we just know that it's better. Um, just because you're born without an arm doesn't mean that you can't uh, swim. It just is harder. Um, so it's that type of thing. So I think some people just genuinely don't know that. So they're just trying. And it's a, a great thing. And we've said this before. And um, I really started noticing it with the Equality Act, the Women's Equality Act. The left dims pro-aborts the devil everybody likes to use everybody likes to use these um nice sounding names they like to use things that like of course you believe black lives matter of course oh yeah of course i do so then x y and z of course you think women should have equality you you don't think women are equal to men well it depends on what metric you're talking about <laughs> um so, like, these, I think people just are not, people just don't know. And I think it's sad that so many people gave so much money and it wasted like that. It's wasted and whew, I'm not an I told you so person. I try really hard not to be like that, but oof, that's a really big I told you so. So that's the BLM of it all. Let's talk about the fraud of it all. I... To not have an official nonprofit, but what we do is we have raised and we will continue to raise um, money for to get uh, pads and sanitary napkins for homeless women. Hopefully, this year we will have a specific uh, bank account and we'll have, um, I'd love to have it registered where we can just have a fund where people can just donate, 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 donate. We can buy for them. We can, uh, try to team up with Garnu. You guys should listen to that episode. We can um, also use that money to, as a group, discuss, okay, how about we donate to um, Vans for Life? Definitely want to do an episode on Vans for Life. I went to their banquet this year, last, this year, this year, January? January. I went to their banquet in January. Fabulous. Love it. So, you know, or, you know, maybe you are, someone listening is like, Oh, I'm raising money for my pregnancy resource center. I would love for us as a collective, uh, those are the girls, you know, well, maybe we can think of some sort of like way to, <laughs> so what, like I said, like I really, this is a group thing. This is just like a me thing. We can all be like, oh, how about we donate, you know, $3,300 $3, to help so-and-so. She's raising money for a pregnancy resource center. I want to be able to do those things. Um, so you know, to be able to do big scale things like that, to be able to receive $5 million, you need to have your uh, 
rows, your ducks in order, your rows in order, you have your ducks in a row. That's just, that's just the truth. So it's very interesting to me how they were even able to do this with having a nonprofit. I mean, I've interned at nonprofits before and like you have to record every soda you get, you know, (laughs) you can't just like go and I'm just going to buy a house. I saw an interesting comment. Someone said, well, what if she's going to use the house um, to, like, turn it into, um, like, a maternity home or something like that? Cool. Well, then share it with everybody. Why was it hidden? Why does someone have to investigate to find it? That's part of the reason why when we go out and buy the pad we me when I go out to buy the pads that you guys have donated the money for or the tampons I show you I okay this is me this is the pads click this is how it like you know I'm showing you because I mean part of being a nonprofit, part of just part of being a decent human being part of have having people give you five million dollars I think it should be your transparency I think that should be a very that should be important that should be something that people value um so there's that aspect. I'm just curious, like, how that even happened. Um, a joke I saw under someone, someone was like, <laughs> she said, my Black Lives Matters. Like, is it, like, my capitalized, like, my Black Lives. So that's why she bought this house. Anyway, I guess it's funnier. Now that I say it out loud, it's probably funnier, like, looking at it on paper. I mean, on the phone, but whatever. So, yeah, so that's just a crazy thing that happened. Um that I'm excited excited is not the right word I'm interested to see how this goes because if she did take like that's illegal (laughs) that's not unless there's some sort unless here's the other thing too I wonder if there's like a clause I wonder if there's something else that we're missing I wonder if there's like another part to this um because this is crazy someone messaged um so we posted on it on the those are the girls page and someone um I have to show you guys. I thought it was so funny. They messaged and said, um, this is someone with zero followers, zero posts, and following zero. They said, this firm represents Patrice Collier's. We write regarding the statements that you posted that imply Miss Collier's used BLM money to purchase a $6 million home in Studio City, California for our personal use. The statements are false and per se defamatory, def, uh, as they imply Ms. Clear's misappropriated BLM donations, therefore breaking both BLM donors trust and federal tax law. To be clear, BLM purchased the studio property in October 2020 solely for BLM use. Ms. Clear's never resided there. She only ever used the property for BLM-related activities. Since her departure from BLM, she has not set foot on the property. Please remove this post and revise it to reflect Miss Kohler's never used the property for a personal reuse. Thank you. And then they have her name, a random person, a random number, a random fax number, and then, like, the city. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Will do. Like, that's weird. Do you guys think it's her? Do you think, like, she just made an Instagram? Or do you think it's just, like, a just random person? Like, let me know. <laughs> let me know. Um, so, yeah. So, that is that. Um, I'm sorry if you donated to her. I'm sorry if you fell for it. Um, and I, I genuinely mean that. I'm sorry if 
you truly because the thing is you don't want to think negatively about people i understand that because i don't i hate being cynical sometimes uh i wouldn't say i'm like i'm not as cynical as some other people but i I hate that I, i hate it just as much as the next person um so yeah so there's that um the next story is brought to you by living and let go you can see my t-shirt it says salt and lights salt and light i got it from living in light co and she the creator brooke has been on the podcast you guys should definitely listen to the episode as well you gotta scroll don't remember the number um you should listen to the episode and you should go to the website and purchase some cute merch merch some cute clothes um and use our code those girls 10 to get 10% off. And it is a small business, and you, any purchase from there, you're supporting a small business. And I think that's really cool, and we should be supporting small businesses. All right, next story. Okay, I don't know if you heard that. Wait, let me do the transition again. Okay. Next story. This is something that's been talked about um, that's all over social media. This is something that um, if you're pro-life, you've heard a lot. um, And I think it's something we should talk about because it's a serious topic. We should not stop talking about it. And I want to say this. Sometimes I get, there's certain topics that come up. And I'm just like, oh, God, I'm so tired. Everybody's talking about it. Like, oh, why are they still talking about it? Look, it's over. Um, I truly believe this is not one that we could do that or should do that to. Because I do think it is very important um, for us to discuss. I also think it's very important for us to be aware of. And this is definitely something that we cannot turn a blind eye on. And what I'm talking about is justice for the five. Um, I personally do not, um, know the full extent of the beginning. I saw some of the press conference. I didn't get a chance to finish it. I need to finish it. I should have finished it before we talked about it, but there's a particular part I do want to talk about. Um, but you can definitely watch the press conference, um, put on by Pal P. A-A-U on Instagram. P-A-A-U stands for the Progressive Progressives Against Wait. Stands for Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising. Um, so yeah. So that aspect, I don't necessarily I don't think we should get into like how she came upon that. Um, it's explained, and I honestly, I'm going to reach out to um, someone from PAL that I know personally and see if they can come on and talk a little bit about it, because we have to continue to talk about it and continue to be bring awareness. Why? Because out of the 115 babies that were found, fetuses, um, to use the medical term, fetuses that were found, there were five of them that looked as if they could have been partial birth or born alive um, babies. So also too, some background 
on this. You can watch videos as well as see some of the pictures on various pro-life activists' Instagrams. Um, I know Autumn Lindsay posted, um, Christina Bennett posted, Live Action has posted um, a lot of a lot of uh, pro-life activists have posted the actual pictures and POW as well as I believe Live Action and I believe some other just activists all across the country have posted the video as well um, if you want to see that. I'll be honest, it's very hard. I think that it should continue to be shared because there's people who even today still don't understand that it's a human being um, that don't care or have remorse. That's why I do think it should still be shared, but I completely understand if you if it's a lot because it is a lot um, and it should break your heart. And I think that it shows your humanity if you genuinely, if if it if you care, I think it shows your humanity. Um, so yeah, so I'll read a little bit about what happened, and then we can discuss a little bit more about that. Aborted babies are discovered in D.C. May indicate in, uh, infanticide after attempted abortion. Physician experts have told Live Action News that live that five aborted children recovered from a DC apartment appear to have been viable human beings, raising questions about potential legal and serious ethical violations by the abortion clinic. Dr. Robin Pirucci, a needle natal specialist, told Live Action News, quote, I can say with confidence that these babies died at the age where they were viable, premature people, end quote. In her Friday morning comments, she noted that she was going to work in a NICU where she would, quote, care for little ones this size and age, end quote. During a press, during a Thursday press conference, so last Thursday, D.C. police quickly dismissed the possibility that the babies experienced illegal abortions, but declined to comment further when asked by live action news. Although D.C. doesn't ban late-term abortions, medical professionals are still bound by federal law, which restrict the method of abortion and require life-saving care for infants born after botched procedures. A pro-life activist voluntarily informed the D.C. homicide unit of the babies and surrendered them to authorities. Details are forthcoming, but the progressive anti-abortion uprising group to which the activist belongs believes, quote, late gestational ages as well as their apparent sustained injuries potentially show violations of the Partial Birth Abortion Act as well as the Borderline Infants Protection Act, end quote. The group also announced the funeral mass and naming ceremony was offered for the babies. So I thought that was really sweet. And that just shows like the humanity of having a mass, which I'm not Catholic. So I'm guessing that's just, we call them home goings. I'm guessing it's just like a, a special one because I know that mass means a little bit more than just like a service. Um, 
So I think that's just shows the humanity of it in the naming. I think the naming is just really what like thinking about that, like almost makes me tear up because it just shows that it's a human being. And I think if you consider yourself someone who cares about human rights, if you consider yourself someone who truly um, cares, who is uh, just wants humans to care about other humans, you can't be silent on this. Or at the very least, you can't just ignore this, I guess, is probably a better way to talk about it. You can't just ignore this. Um, it's it's just really sad to me on a lot of levels. One of the levels is sad to me is I've posted about it. I've seen other people post about it. And there's still people who deny that they're babies, that they're fetuses. If you see the five, um, and I mean, it's, it's tough to look at. It's tough to see it. If you see them, it just, it just breaks your heart. I mean, I just don't know. Like, I'm kind of speak, like the first time I saw it, I was just kind of like speechless. I saw an article on Twitter before I saw it from a less supportive, I guess, um, Twitter post. And essentially it made it seem like um, the activist was just like hoarding dead babies for two years in her freezer. The dead babies have been in there for two years and she's been hoarding them. Oh, the, the horrors. And I remember thinking, okay, that's really weird. Like, what? What happened? Um, and then I started seeing more activists, post, pro-life activists post about it. And I saw the pictures, and I saw the pictures a lot. And it's just, it really just shows the value of humans. And I think also, too, it makes me... My initial thought is like, this is horrible, but maybe someone will, this will show someone the truth. And I think what's just really sad is I feel like, and it could just be, obviously the loudest people are going to be the naysayers, but it's just sad. It's just so sad. People just are like... Oh, it's just a clump of cells. Oh, well, who cares? It's, I just... I don't know a more in-your-face, like, look, you guys, like, it's not just a clump of cells. There's no... There's no way. There's no way. Um. So, yeah, so... They are telling everyone... Let me read it. We need to be calling the... Um, let me look it up. We need to be calling the DC chief medical examiner and the man in the autopsy. Why do we need to do this? Because if it was, if they were born alive, if they were murdered um, outside of the womb, there needs that is a violation. Either way, it's wrong. But if they were outside of the womb, it is a violation of a law that we have currently. So something 
they need to be held accountable for that. So what they're saying is to call the D.C. Chief Medical Examiner and demand a thorough autopsy. That number is 202-698-9000. Please make sure you call. I've called. Um, And we just need to see what else, how else we can do something. Um, Live Action also posted the names of the babies. I believe uh, Pow did as well. Um, Yeah, I mean... I just think we need to continue to talk about it, talk about bringing justice. I think this is a stark wake-up call for some people, for some passive people. I think this is a good, like, okay, maybe maybe there is something to this pro-life activism. Maybe there is something. Maybe I should be talking more about it. I think this is a wake-up call for some people. I want to remind everyone, too, to get involved on the local level. You guys, we really really, 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 really need to be helping our privacy resource centers. We need to sign up to save baby sidewalk advocates. We need to um, be, you know, active. We need to be doing something, donating, even if it's donating money. I mean, donate $10, $20. We need to be doing something. You don't have to necessarily post all of these big things. You don't have to start a podcast. If you want to, please do. If you feel called. If that's something God has called you to do, then do it, please. Ask me, I can help. Um, love to help. But this is this is something that we need to be active in doing. Roe v. Wade and Doe v. Bolton will probably be overturned. We will be uh, with the Dobbs case. We'll have an episode on that soon. Um, we'll probably do like a bonus episode just explaining what's going on. Um, probably our first meeting of the Anti-Abortion Social Club. We're going to be doing more with that. as Because we are preparing for a post-Roe America. And we want to continue to educate. We want to be a resource for everyone. Um, but this is just like a very sobering reminder of why we're doing what we're doing. It's a sobering reminder of why we are fighting and it's also a reminder that this isn't um at least for me as a christian it's just another reminder that this isn't um a fight with flesh and blood it's a fight of principalities in the rules of the darkness of this world that's biblical and my friend always says whenever he quotes the bible and that's biblical (laughs) um but yeah, it just reminds us that this is a spiritual battle. I mean, everything that's going on right now, and I feel like it's getting so somber. I'm going to try to change the tone in a second. But I just think everything that's going on right now from this, from the crazy things at Disney, from, um, you know, electing someone in the Supreme Court who, thank God it doesn't change the makeup of the Supreme Court, which is also why we vote for president is very important. Um, it doesn't change the makeup of the Supreme Court, but it does, it could one day, it could make a difference, um, her one vote, but, you know, electing people who, aren't, you know, are not going to rule 
in a way that helps her country because they can't even define what a woman is, you know? And um, she's for late-term abortions and it's just, you know, it's, it's all, it's heavy. When you think about the economy, how prices of things have gone up, I mean, grocery store prices have gone up and people keep saying there's going to be food shortages, it's going to be, it's all so heavy. It just makes you realize to be happy and grateful. And it's just a reminder that, thank God, this is not my home. Like, thank God I'm going to heaven. Um, thank God that he has something better and greater. I cannot, like, my heart really goes out to people who aren't Christians. I have no idea how you... This is tough. This world is tough. Not having a hope after this. Not having um, assurance that this is not your end. I don't know how y'all are getting by. I know I, I, I don't know how y'all are getting by. Um, so yeah, so changing from the somber tone. Well, first, I just want to write everybody, please get involved. You're locally. Sidewalk. Pregnancy Resource Center, your friends, do something. Seriously, do something. And make sure you call the medical examiner. I'll give that number one more time. Um, 202-698-9000. Yeah. 930. Sorry. Um, okay. Switching gears to a more exciting topic those are the girls um those two stories are really the only stories um that i really felt compelled to talk about this week um i'm trying to think if there's anything else courtney and travis got married in vegas a lot of people were thinking that um they might be pregnant so that's interesting uh, not interesting enough to do a story on, in my opinion, though. Um, just an interesting note. Um, so, yeah, I am super excited. And I keep telling you guys this every week, and I, I will keep telling you guys. I'm super excited for some things that are going to come up. Um, if you head over to those other girls or to my personal Instagram, um, oh, well, I don't know if it'll still be up. It probably won't. Probably still won't be up, but um, I am restarting my jewelry, my jewelry store. Um, I want it to be a little bit more mature and like different pieces. And I'm a manufacturer this time. Jewelry making has changed over the years. Um, what's in, what people will buy, how much it costs to produce, how much it costs to make, all this other stuff. Lots has changed over the years, but I'm really excited to get back to it. I've missed it so much. Um, but on my Instagram story, I'm trying to decide if I should do a new name or keep my old name. So vote if it's still there. Um, if not, then you'll see soon. <laughs> um, we have that. Um, it's going to be really cute pieces that'll be coming out. Um, we have that. And then also too, um, we have some new shows that are going to be coming out, um, that are associated with the, those are the girls brand. Um, and the anti-abortion social club is going to start meeting, quote unquote meeting. We're going to try to do an episode, um, specifically on different topics once a month. And then eventually we are going to have a Patreon. 
we're going to meet in the Patreon as well and maybe do some live episodes, some live uh, discussions too, because like I said, we really want to be a resource. We really want um, to be encouraging and we really want to figure out how all of us together can make a difference um, in this, especially once Roe is overturned and it goes back to our states. Um, and that's really going to be critical that we are prepared, that we know um, how we can help other people because we care about mom and baby. That's part of being pro-life, care about mama and the baby. Um, so yeah, so this was a quick one. If you enjoyed it, please write review, like, and subscribe. Thank you so much. Um, our uh, listens have gone up a lot the past couple of weeks. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thanks for sharing it. Um, I just really, really appreciate it. And like I say all the time, it's not about me. It's not the Mallory show. It's about all of us. And it really is just to show something that is um, different in the culture. Different. You're not going to hear, you're not going to hear the story at all mainstream. Let's just be honest. <laughs> that last story about the they reported she did this and then they moved on. They're not going to tell you, well, you're not going to have a liberal podcast, a liberal media thing. They're not going to be, well, maybe we should, maybe we should do an autopsy. That is kind of strange. They did. No, they're not saying that. They're saying lock her up. They're, if, if they're even talking about it. So that's why the podcast is so important. That's why we need to be speaking about it. That's why, um, yeah, that's, that's why. So rate, review, subscribe. Um, share, buy some of our merch. If you are enjoying this and you want to help us out, donate. We will see you guys. Well, we, but me, me. Um, I will see you guys at uh, YWS. They dropped the speaker, the first speaker drop or whatever. That's exciting. I'll see you guys there. Um, we're going to try and do some cool things. We're even going to try to do a video to help you guys uh, if you're trying to decide what do I wear? I don't know what to wear. I've never been to something where I needed to be like business casual or business or whatever. I want to have some cute outfits. Cause that's one thing I like to say, like you can be cute and still be professional. I wear pink all the time. Uh, Cause that's, we can do it. We can do it. All right, you guys. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.